0: Hello and welcome back to the ACSC podcast. Uh, Thank you all for the support last week. Uh, It's good to be back after a little bit of an absence because my computer decided to blow up. (laughs) But obviously you can see we're back with a guest on this week. Uh, It's been a long time coming, a few little absences, but I'll let Warren introduce them for this week.
1: Good evening. Uh, How are we as normal, guys? Um, Right, for this week, uh, we've got uh, Paul from Caversham United on the Sunday League.
2: That's right, Sunday League. Nice to meet you both. <laughs> you mate,
0: too. Um, so yeah, just a bit of background, you guys, best in Division 1, I believe, in the Reading and District League. In So, sort of let you introduce yourself a bit further,
2: Yeah, I mean, in, we are currently in Division 1 of the Reading Sunday League, and we're kind of stealing a bit of a living being that far up <laughs> the, the league. But there we are. We'll do our bit to try and stay there. But um, yeah, essentially we are a Sunday league team based down um, in Reading, um, play all of our football in, in this area really. Um, we've been going as a club for six years now and uh, it's kind of been myself who's driven the club forward um, for those six years and more recently kind of expanding our our kind of club and sort of introducing us to the... To the world through social media as well, so um, yeah, that's that's us in a nutshell.
0: Perfect, perfect. Also, we'll touch on the sort of social media side of things because you guys are huge on Twitter. Obviously, I think you're very close to 12,000. I did see um, <laughs> well, right. that a bit shortly, but I've been given the job of sort of talking sort of the serious side of things. So obviously, it's hard not to touch on the subject of COVID, uh, within sort of grassroots level, and we've sort of had a few guests come on and discussed it. Um, so how much really of an impact has COVID had on obviously know, your club in the last sort of two seasons now?
2: Yeah, it's been a very disrupted couple of seasons to say the to say the least. Um it has had quite a toll on, I think, the players kind of individually and and the club as a whole. Um kind of very stop start, as you can imagine, over the past kind of what are we at now? 13, 14 months um but yeah it's kind of like football's on football's off football's on football's off and it's just kind of now now what is it the third or fourth time we've got back to football's on again we're kind of like well drilled in the whole like sanitizer, track and trace all of this it's like yeah lads you know the drill there's no excuses anymore crack on with it but yeah it it has been a challenge like we, um, you just touched upon um, just before we came on air about the um, FA releasing guidance and things like that um, and it's kind of constant guidance coming out from not only the FA but then you kind of get stuff coming out from the league, from the local FA as well, all the government stuff and then the venues and facilities that you use as well and trying to keep on top of all the different things you need to do and like we like to do risk assessments and all of this sort of stuff and like I mean risk assessments is not my area of expertise (laughs) it's like what am I doing here but um, I, I know a lot of other clubs kind of feel the same and it's it has been kind of good in that respect that clubs will sort of help each other out which is which is quite nice and quite a good kind of community to to sort of have really and that people will kind of share ideas and and help one another which um yeah is is always a positive and we try to kind of support our fellow teams when we when we can do as well whether that's through like the covid stuff or or any other stuff really and the teams starting up and things like that so we try and do our bit but yeah it's it's been a challenging year and a bit to say the least and I think now we're obviously back at the point where we can play football and we can train and as of this weekend we can even use the changing rooms again so uh,
0: Makes we're, a
2: big we're we're going forward
0: <laughs> no like I said I think it's an interesting aspect as I guess it's probably brought a lot of clubs closer as well um yep. sort of that's a good atmosphere to sort of have um so really you've got results-wise in obviously in the league with the new guidance coming out. I believe I was saying that they're taking the results of the past two seasons and putting them together uh to sort of work out an overall ranking. Um and I don't know if you see if that's going to affect you guys. It's a bit of a weird way. Um, I think we've had a lot of discussions on this of the way it happens. And I don't know if you I think you know Tom mm. Jones. Uh I think he sort of so he comes on as a regular guest of ours. Um, mm. he's been very vocal about it, that sort of thing. I think it just doesn't make sense to me how they're now changing their mind on this whole promotion and relegation when they've been so adamant against it at first
2: yeah I mean there's, we see a lot of um, kind of discussions about what the different leagues are doing just through kind of the social media and it literally is that every single league seems to be doing something different and um, I don't know how sometimes they get to the decisions on on what they end up doing but There was discussion of the league we started in and ultimately they, they kind of made the call that, no, we're not going to restart the league. We'll start next season in probably end of August, September. And this season's just completely null. So, yeah, everyone's doing it differently. That's for sure. I don't <laughs> know what the right answer is either. In fairness <laughs> to them, like, there probably is no easy kind of answer. Although I feel like our league Take the easy option and just go. Nah, screw
0: it. <laughs> I think that's it. I don't think there is any right answer. I think I would not want to be the person who's coming up with the solutions <laughs> around this whole situation. Um, mm. like I said that every league sort of doing different. I thought there should be sort of a set standard way of doing it, not twenty or thirty or how many of a different district doing different things. But,
1: yeah. yeah. Do you reckon um, they've got the people who organise the uh, VAR squad to do these leagues?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised, you know. Just (laughs) stuck them all in a room, right? Come up with an option, we'll we'll let you out when you come to a decision. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah, a really interesting one. Um, I mean, in terms of our kind of football for this season, we're we're not ones to rest on our laurels. So um, the cancellation of the league, we kind of said, you know what, we'll set up our own league for the remainder of this season, club together with a few local teams. And uh, we we kicked off a league last weekend. So uh, we are playing league football after all. And it's just yeah. us that organised it and kind of got it all
0: affiliated with the FA and stuff. So happy days.
2: That's good to hear. That's
0: obviously a good initiative for you guys to sort of get something going. And I think a few other leagues are doing very similar things, etc. But that's good. I think what we can do is sort of move on a bit to the social media side, because I think you guys are huge, as I mentioned, on the sort of social media. And I think me and Warren speaking before, that especially in my area, and I think obviously Warren, is some of the league clubs are not really known at all. For you guys to have nearly 12,000 followers on Twitter is massive. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: (laughs) it's... uh... It, it still does blow my mind a little bit, like how we kind of got to this point, you know?
1: You haven't got a uh, marquee signing. Do you sign?
2: A marquee signing. Did you, um, I don't know if you were following us at the time or not, but um, we did make a marquee signing. Uh, when was it? Must have been last summer when the, the last kind of lockdown eased a bit. We, we, um, I think then we we're at the point of eight thousand followers. Well, we we're on like seven and a half thousand followers. I put a tweet out saying uh right, if we get to eight thousand followers by by the end of the weekend, we'll um, we'll go and sign a goat. And uh, <laughs> social media, being social media. It obviously happened. We got the eight thousand followers and went, hmm, okay. Now we got to work out how to sign a goat. <laughs> uh. Uh, True to our word, we we went out and we um we we found a goat farm that was located about an hour or so drive away, and uh, went down there and said, "We're gonna have to sign one of your goats."
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's <is> brilliant. <laughs> I guess that's where the nickname Billy the Goat. <laughs>
2: well, the Billy Goats kind of goes back further than that. Um, so when we first started out on the social media kind of journey. To Be honest, it was basically me being bored commuting into London on the train and going, What the hell am I gonna do for an hour each way on the train? I know I've seen like Roma and Bayer and like having a bit of fun on Twitter. Why can't the Sunday League Club have fun on Twitter? Hmm. And uh we kind of some of these clubs started to engage with us a little bit, like your Romas and your Leverkusen and stuff like that. And um, uh, it was quite interesting and then company called uh, Football Kit Box, um got in touch and said hey do you guys have a sponsor or anything and at that point we didn't have a sponsor and it was like oh this has come from like social media this is cool and um, from from there the idea popped up to kind of use our slowly growing social media following to kind of direct a few things at the club um so we we launched a kit competition um for, for followers or whoever else out there on social media to to z- design our a new kit that we'd play in. And kind of linked to that, we I was looking at the badge and it was like, hmm, this badge could do with an update as well. So we threw the badge out there as a kind of design competition and as part of those two things. And we kind of got onto the point of the club not really having a, a nickname or that sort of things. And The Billy Goats was um, one of the suggestions that came in and was ultimately voted the winner and um, the rough kind of link to to Caversham is like one of the prominent kind of features in Caversham is Caversham Bridge and then the bridge links to the Billy Goats gruff story (laughs) and so forth and uh, it really kind of took off from there and people got behind the Billy Goats thing and then I think a few people tagged like FC Cologne in it, who are the goats yeah, out yeah. in Germany, and they they kind of engaged started engaging with us all the time, and it kind of formed a nice little um nice little partnership there on social media with them. So it was just, and by this point, it, the kind of follower count was starting to grow and stuff, and and it was like and uh, it's kind of snowballed from there really <laughs> including signing the goat obviously <laughs> and um, I think now we've we've just come out of it a little unique kind of thing that we've we've kept down so uh, here we are I
0: think it's I think it's crazy to sort of see how like a Sunday league club can go from sort of being just Sunday league, have that interaction with the clubs like Roma, you've mentioned clone. It's crazy to see that. Yeah,
2: it's, it's just, it blows my mind at times. I remember sitting there watching the Champions League final last July and I was thinking, hang on. Bayern Munich are going to win this thing and they're kind of following and retweeting us all the time. It's like, what? They're the champions of Europe. What's going yeah. on? How do they know about Tabersham United? <laughs> <laughs> That's... <laughs> so that. all, all sorts of kind of clubs and people. Yeah.
0: No, it's interesting to sort of hear and see. Yeah, it's just... It's... Um, and obviously sort of it a little bit obviously, I got not know if you guys obviously, but I think Hashtag United sort of are seen as pioneers within that sort of industry now. Is is that something you've seen and uh, sort of want to replicate in a way with from United? So I wasn't really aware of kind of the,
2: the stuff Hashtag and um, like Palmer's within yeah. as well um, and then kind of SC Dons came onto the scene more on the YouTube side yeah. well I guess they're all kind of YouTube really and that's kind of not something we've gone massively into but we did actually get Hashtag United down to a, a charity tournament we held um, raised a load of money for charity Hashtag came down they beat us on the day and then they went on to win the whole thing uh, we ended up winning the consolation tournament which was I mean great for us we were kind of celebrating at the end of Hashtag which was Pretty cool. And um then their, their star keeper Jacko, yeah. who was was he also the soccer M goalkeeper, yeah. um broke his leg in the first match. And it was like, yeah. Oh, this isn't gonna go down well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean they, in fairness to, to them, they they were really kind of humble about it. They they were just a decent bunch of guys on the day. Um so yeah, kind of from that point I've Kind of sort of kept an eye on the, the stuff they've been up to, and obviously, they're scaling the, the football pyramid on the Saturday scene and stuff, which fair play to them, they're doing really well. Um, yeah. and uh, yeah,
0: yeah,
2: but we've think, kind of oh, sorry, that's what I was gonna say. I think,
0: obviously, like you're saying, there is they are doing really well. I think, even I think I follow Spencer obviously on Twitter. He's been Mm. very vocal, sort of, with the whole COVID situation and the way that the FA have sort of dealt with this situation as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely uh, a lot of opinions on on kind of the the way that the football side of things has been dealt with by the FA and the kind of consistency of the the approach as well um, at different levels and and all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, got to be a little bit careful about what we say. Here before kind of, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, it's that, it's that old kind of saying that we seem to hear all the time about unprecedented times and all of this. And I mean, I wouldn't like to be making those decisions on, on what they do for all these things that can have such a huge impact on, on literally, Clubs, players, staff, fans, everything. Like football's such a massive part of kind of life hmm. in in the UK and well around the world really. So yeah, I wouldn't yeah. like to be in their shoes, that's for sure. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Uh, anything you <laughs> want up,
1: more? Um, we also did see uh, you've done a bit with Canter. de Canter. sorry? de Canter is
2: it? Yes, so um balls to cancer, our kind of affiliation which with them started back at the same time when we launched the initial kind of kit competitions and stuff. And we saw again from from social media they're quite active and and obviously they're all about providing support to to people that are affected by cancer and and their kind of families and, and all of that kind of side of things. Um and we kind of said to them like Can we kind of feature on our shirts and stuff just to raise awareness and things like that? And from there, the kind of, the partnership blossomed. I mentioned about the charity tournament. That was all in aid of Balls to Cancer. Um, So I think we raised about two and a half grand from from that tournament, which went to them. And then when we hit 10,000 followers at the end of last year, we did a big raffle where we called on some of our kind of famous friends to to help out and um people like Roma donated some kits for us we got signed shirts coming in with all sorts of crazy like merchandise was turning up like by Munich sent some stuff signed a shirt from Cologne like all of these bits and pieces and um obviously raffle did a raffle for the whole lot and raised another two grand for balls to cancer there and I think um most recently we've kind of um we we had our away shirt released and we've done a special version of that um in partnership with balls to cancer to celebrate their 10-year anniversary where we've just tweaked a few things on the shirt like changing the color of the badge to like a monochrome and stuff just to just to kind of highlight that and um yeah they're kind of flying off the shelf as as we speak and uh There'll be another trip to the post office with a big bag of shirts and they're going to be absolutely thrilled to see me again, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think this is this kind of gets to the point where it touches upon like what we're trying to do as a club, really. And um, I think one of the, the main things is that now we've kind of grown this, this social media following and we've kind of really got a platform that we can do some good things from and whether that's raising money for charity, like we've done with Balls to Cancer, whether it's things like raising awareness of, again, charities and, and local kind of things in the Redden area as well, and just generally kind of Sunday League football. And over the past couple of years, I've seen such a huge increase in the number of teams that are kind of doing stuff on social media and realising that actually, like, you can get things like sponsors and stuff from being active on on the socials, and it really is a mutually beneficial kind of arrangement for clubs and sponsors if their kind of their tweets are getting out there and Instagram and, and YouTube and things like that. And I mean, clubs are venturing on TikTok and all sorts of things nowadays. But um, there, there's definitely opportunities out there, and kind of we we try to give back wherever we can, really.
0: No, it's good to hear, and I think I'll let one you go ahead and make If you ready to speak,
1: no, it was, it's was just it just seems crazy, and like you say yourself, it's unbelievable for a, a team from Reddit are getting the likes of the, the, the high profile clubs, and even just not with the social media of it, as well as donating to you to help obviously with a, a, de- a delicate um, charity as well.
2: I think yeah, like. it's I, when I took over this club, kind of six years ago. Well, I was a player. The club existed in a a different kind of name and a different setup, and someone else running it before. And I played as a player, and eventually got voluntold into taking over, basically. <laughs> um, and at that point, I kind of never envisaged that, that we'd be where we are today. It's just. Crazy and like the opportunities and stuff that it's starting to to offer up, and like you said, just engaging with some of these like teams that they're like the teams you play with on FIFA and stuff like that. You're like, what? Why? Why are they tweeting us? Like, Man City randomly followed us the other day, and it was like, how did they even find us? Like, I don't, I don't know. And then I don't know if you saw um, the video. Uh, I think it's our pin tweet on Twitter, to so have a look if you haven't seen it. But um, it was from a clip of our friendly last week. And um, I don't know if this is a not safe work warning or whatever, but um, basically, <laughs> uh, how do I describe this? So um, one of our players kind of challenged the keeper then dropped the ball and someone else stuck it into the empty net for us to go 1-0 up. And the ref <laughs> kind of gave it. You've got the linesman absolutely fuming on the side here. And the keepers turn around and call the ref a nonce. <laughs> and um, I mean, first things first, the ref is about 18 years old and the keeper must be double his age. So, <laughs> where he's come up with that one from, I'm not sure anyway. But um, then the, um, the referee kind of stops in his tracks and you see him walk over to the keeper, straight red card. Keeper's is fuming, he walks off and you've got the linesman on the side who's probably their gaffer. He's like, oh no, if you're going to do that, we're going home. And he starts walking <laughs> off and the whole team walks off the pitch and you're like, oh my God. And then I come in with a line at the end. Well, he did call him a nonce, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the tweet tweeted this out. I was obviously on the side at this point and just tweeted the video out, thought nothing of it. And uh, by like full time, it's had like a few retweets and it's got like 10,000 views or something. It's like, oh, that's popular. And then by the next day, it's got like 400,000 views and it's gone completely viral and it's all over everywhere. It's appearing in all these kind of like YouTube videos and TikToks and stuff. It's
0: like, this is crazy. But <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. I think it it shows the true power of what social media can do. Um, And we've been pretty vocal, obviously, about, I was saying, the bad sides of social media, which is obviously so highlighted recently within football. But it does show how much good you can do with it. Like you've mentioned, you want to sort of make a difference uh, and sort of highlight all these good causes, which I think is the main purpose of what clubs are looking to do. Um, So it's sort of great to sort of hear you are trying to weigh that, And obviously we're very similar to we're very vocal about mental health within football. Uh, we're mm. all looking to advertise how important it is to people and sort of get that awareness as well. Yeah, absolutely. And
2: I think that's that's kind of nail on the head there, really. It whilst whilst there is so much kind of negative yeah, especially recently with all the kind of racist abuse and things like that the that, that clubs have and players have been experiencing i don't know whether i i kind of suspect that that's not well that's been the case for for a long time and now people are just more kind of vocal in in standing up and speaking out about it which which is kind of at least positive in that aspect but i mean yeah our kind of ethos is to to really use the the social media for um for positive use and don't get me wrong at all we Do like to have a good laugh and especially at the expense of our fellow clubs um (laughs) but at the end of the day we we kind of don't take ourselves too seriously like we know we're not going to go out and beat every single team we play against we don't really care we are going to have a good laugh and if we can kind of do things for for good causes along the way and at the end of the day it's all kind of like this no one gets paid for any of this stuff at our club like we're all volunteers and stuff and we're just doing this to kind of fill our spare time and have a bit of a laugh and see what it kind of opens up for us really so that's that's kind of us in a nutshell
0: I think you hit the nail on the head like you said There is at the end of the day you're there to have a laugh and I think that is the main thing about football obviously we all know where the boundaries are drawn obviously you look at like you've mentioned if you like Bayern Leverkusen the forum clubs are so good at using. Mm -hmm. Twitter, et etc, as a tool to make themselves so much more appealing to younger people um and I think it's a good thing that you guys are sort of ahead of the curve compared to a lot of clubs in England
2: yeah that
0: that's that's very much
2: it and um, I mean, who knows where it will go in the future I, our followers just seem to keep on growing, and it like I do have moments sometimes where I'm like this is just crazy, like recently we've obviously had our shirts on sale and now we're selling these charity shirts and these shirts are going all around the world like we've got probably about a quarter or a third of our shirts went out to the US we've got them going to like France, Holland, Germany, like Austria they're going around Europe they're going up and down the UK it's like this is mad that people know who we are and like you do kind of we've almost kind of built up a, a little bit of a, a kind of cult following in some ways. And it's, it, I mean, it, it does just blow my mind at times that people are genuinely interested in like how Caversham United did on a Sunday morning. It's like, <laughs> I'm not even sure I'm that interested.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did um, see, obviously, um, I think it came under the, uh, one of the shirts posts on Twitter. Uh, who was the unlucky one on the spin uh, sp- uh, spinning wheel for the goalkeeper's position?
2: <laughs> so that was one of our new lads at the time, um, a lad called Tom, and uh, his kind of line just makes that video it's so good and uh, you just go oh no. <laughs> it's like it. that was another kind of little little thing we do now and then. Um we we're gonna use it again in a game coming up soon to kind of decide a few of the positions and stuff, which should be a good laugh. Um but yeah that the wheel the wheel's kind of a, a popular one and we normally use it to um when whoever gets the um uh gets awarded the wank of the week for doing something stupid <laughs> in the game or like last the last game we had um the lad that was playing at right back literally played the striker clean through on goal for a one-on-one, which he scored. So he ended up getting it for that, and all sorts of stuff. Like I think I tripped over a corner flag once and got it for that. And uh, we used it to kind of spin spin the wheel of we call it the wheel of misfortune, and um, then they're, they're normally all kind of forfeits around that wheel of of some description. So we. Uh, We have a range of things on there. So I think the lad who got it at the weekend has got to, um, he's got to have his legs waxed as (laughs) his um, forfeit, which I'm sure he's looking forward to. Um, But there is a bit of a mix. And then um, our end of season due on Zoom last season, uh, we had Chris Stark off uh, Radio 1 uh, randomly joined in um i think I, I heard him on the radio and he was up for for joining kind of like a, a random like party or zoom thing um with groups of mates and stuff just to drop in and see what's cracking and uh pinged him a message on the on instagram and he was like yeah i'm well up for that yeah. so he um he dialed in and uh he made sure someone had a spin of the wheel and everything as well so um yeah it's it's good fun um and again, it's what I said about us not taking ourselves too seriously. Like, at the end of the day, none of us are going to be professional footballers. Like, we're all out there to have a good time and um, just enjoy ourselves, you know.
0: I think it's good to sort of hear that side of things. And honestly, I think when everything sort of opens up, I think I'll definitely come down and watch a few games of you guys see what it's about it sounds like a good laugh
2: <laughs> yeah definitely definitely we rarely have uneventful games for, for one reason <laughs> or another that's for sure um, so uh, i would say it'd be worth your kind of value for money but we don't charge fans
0: <laughs>
1: uh anything to add warren um where can you buy your shirts from
2: Ah so we have got some shirts still available um on our website um the link is in our twitter and instagram um kind of bios um yeah we've we've got limited stock left but there are still a few shirts knocking about so uh if anyone's interested be quick and with the um the charity shirts we are donating 50% of of each sale to bulls to cancer um so Helping helping a great cause as well.
0: Perfect. Uh, there'll be a link pretty much all throughout the video uh, at the bottom. Probably see your guys' Twitter, all the, all the socials up in there as well. Uh, if you haven't already, go check them out. They're a great channel, great side. Like I mentioned, I'll probably be making a few visits down to the games, etc. When I can. Um, but obviously, it's really good to meet you, Paul. Uh, a great laugh.
1: Um, anything I finish up before? Oh, it's good luck for the new season. I take it.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so our uh, our kind of league that we've set up will kicked off last weekend, and we started as we kind of left off and got beat. So um, <laughs> football's back. You got to start somewhere. <laughs> um,
0: just sort of one of things our side. If you haven't already, go check out Warren on Facebook. He's got the acse Gaming page going now. uh Doing Warzone and FIFA over there regularly. um I turn up every one in about 10 streams. So if you want a lucky one, you might might (laughs) see me for two games. Um, But yeah, thank you all, guys, and we'll see you next week.